0: Hi guys, welcome back to the show. I will be taking a little bit of time off to enjoy time with my family and loved ones. And so I picked out four episodes, especially for you, that I thought would help you during this holiday season. I hope that you listen in because I picked them out specifically for you. And I will see you back here in January 2022. I hope you have a great holiday season, and I can't wait to see you in the new year. Welcome back to the Whole Health Empowerment Project podcast. On the show today is my friend Dr. Nancy McGuire, who will be speaking to us about the topic of self-care: what it is, why is self-care important, and quick tips to get us started. Why I thought today would be important to have Nancy come and join us is that Nancy is a psychologist licensed in the States of Pennsylvania and New Jersey, who specializes in trauma treatment and EMDR, which is eye movement desensitization reprocessing. Nancy is co-founder of an integral life practice in Philadelphia, which is committed to creating a space of health and wellness to address the connection between mind, body, spirit, and community. Nancy also offers clinical supervision for psychologists and social workers seeking hours towards licensure. Let's welcome Nancy to the show today. Okay, so today we're going to talk about self-care. So I brought Nancy in to kind of help me with self-care. I feel like in general, it's, it's sometimes hard for me to figure out what self-care is. So Nancy, what would you say when we talk about self-care? How would you define self-care?
1: So self-care is kind of what it names says, right? It's that you are doing something specifically in order to take care of yourself. And that usually comes in a couple of categories. One of them is something that feels soothing, right? So maybe your nerves are a little rattled and you want to soothe them. So self-care can do that. It can also nurture so it might be that you're really sort of feeling like you need a hug or you need some taken care of so you can do something nurturing. And for some people, self-care is distracting. So you just want to be able to get your brain to go someplace else and think about something else and so you kind of use self-care to distract. So it really sort of depends on what you're needing at that time.
0: So why is self-care important? I feel about self-care now than we ever have. So why is it important for us to have self-care?
1: I think it's important to have self-care because we do spend a lot of time taking care of other people. So that might be co-workers or children or older parents. And so you're putting out a lot of the care that you receive to others. And you might be getting some back too, but that self-care is sort of like recentering in yourself and getting care in that place. So it's like just when you need it, way of getting care that doesn't isn't dependent on anybody or anything else.
0: So what happens if we don't practice self-care? Are there any consequences to this?
1: Good question.
0: Yes. So
1: we get really stressed out. So there is a stress hormone, cortisol, that is in our bodies all the time. It's elevated more in the morning, but what happens is that if you're chronically stressed, your cortisol level just gets higher and higher. And that causes a lot of stress on your body. If you don't do stress self care, but there's a lot of stressful things happening and you're rushing, then you have a lot of adrenaline in your body. Also, very stressful on the body. And so, our immune system is impacted, our general sense of health and well being is impacted. And then we might do things that aren't good for us, like feel like we don't have energy to exercise or drink a little too much or do other things that aren't really taking care of us and just add to that sense of depletion
0: on our bodies. Yeah, that makes sense. So can you give us some examples self-care looks like for most people or for anybody, just kind of examples across the board?
1: Yeah, so some self-care things are just so if we go back into those categories, so soothing might be a hot bath or shower. It might be getting outside, lighting a candle. Right? those can be things that feel very soothing. Comforting things might be putting a blanket into the dryer and making it warm and then wrapping yourself up in it. That's a it sounds lovely, one, doesn't it? Yes <laughs> It's lovely. And then distracting things might be like reading a really good novel and letting yourself just sink into that or putting together puzzles, right? That's also a great distractor. So it's these things that you find some pleasure in that aren't stressful for you that leave you feeling taken care
0: of. So, you know, I have a question because I feel like sometimes people will be like, oh, I went and got a mani-pedi and oh, I went to do this or oh, I went to get him. Do you feel like that's a way, that that's a practice of self-care or do you feel like that's more, like with something, is it more beneficial to do something like a whole bunch of times, like a short amount of time? Or is it more, like I know that you're talking in kinds of self-care, but is there something that will have more of an impact in terms of taking care of yourself?
1: So, it really depends on the person, and I think that sometimes we can get caught into self care ideas that require we go do something, but that's not necessarily true. They can be really super simple, or they can be like if a manny and a petty leaves you feeling really taken care of and really good about yourself, then that's your self care. So, I think it means figuring out for yourself what feels like good self-care, but having like a number of options for that self-care. So you don't want it to just be one thing because maybe you can't go get a manicure and a pedicure, which we kind of can't do right now, Mm -hmm. or you you don't have that extra money to go do that. And so then it just becomes another stress. So you definitely don't want to hook your self-care into things that you then might not be able to do or only have one option. So I suggest to people that they kind of have a list of things that feel like good self-care that they can kind of figure out which one makes sense at that time. The really good thing about self-care in terms of what you're talking about is to have it be more routine. So like it's once a week you're going to do something that's good self-care. So that you don't get so stressed out and realized, oh my gosh, it's been four months and I haven't done anything for myself and I'm really at, you know, the end of my rope here.
0: Right. And so that's a good point. I mean, so in terms of self-care, is it something that we need to do consistently, especially at the beginning? Cause you're talking about kind of repleting, um, Repeating ourselves and, and kind of feeling like we're getting something that's that pleasurable for us. So is it important to do self-care regularly? Like, is it something that we should do pretty consistently each day, make an effort to do and that is just kind of in the back of our mind? And then how do we remember that self-care is important, especially during times when it's so easy for self-care to go by the wayside?
1: Mm-hmm. It can be really easy to let self-care go to the wayside. And so I'm, you can think of it as like small, medium, and large. So you want to do a small thing every single day that is just you being feeling like you're taking care of yourself. And then medium, you know, once a week, you want to do something a little more significant, takes a little more time and effort to take care of yourself. And then large is about once a month. So you're sort of putting it in there in all of these different ways, Right. And just a really simple way to help lower your cortisol level in the morning is to, when you get up out of bed, the first thing you do is put your hands up into the air and stretch upwards like a sun salutation, and then just bend over. And you don't have to touch your toes. You're not doing any, you're not pushing yourself. You're just allowing your body to then relax downward and then stand up again. And that little effort, that little exercise, so to speak, really helps us to lower our cortisol level. If you want to do a sun salutation, go ahead and do that. Right? Yeah. But that's just a little, a little
0: self-care to start the day. And then do you find that there's different the easiest way like or to make sure that self-care happens? So do you think it's helpful? Like, So that seems like what you just described sounds like something really easy. We, don't, we can so easily implement that in, into our life every day. In terms of how do we make sure that we are able to do little things like that during the day? Do you recommend scheduling that? What are your thoughts on that? So
1: what I just described is something that is eventually a habit. And making a habit is not an easy thing to do. So it takes about 100 days to make a habit. So you could sort of decide, you know, you're going to take the time every day to have that little moment in your morning and you're going to try to remember to do it every day. And you're probably not and you're going to forget and then you're going to get stressed out and then you remember and then you feel less stressed out. So then you forget again, right? This is how that works. So one of my favorite methods for doing this is to get 100 pennies. So that's a dollar in pennies. And then you put that pile of pennies someplace where you're going to see it in the morning, and then you have an empty bowl next to it. And every day that you remember to do your whatever that little morning routine is, you move a penny over. And by the time you've moved all of those pennies over, you'll have your new habit.
0: That's a really smart idea, Nance.
1: And if it takes 120 days, that's okay, right? You've just kind of consistently come back and moved your penny.
0: Yeah, so it's just making sure that we're doing the behavior consistently enough. And it's okay if we skip days in between because it's more just the idea of the making the behavior happen.
1: That's right, yeah. The idea, you know, perfectionism is um, a terrible thing to bring to your self-care, right? Yep. And so it, it's about being good enough and that's what we're aiming for.
0: So do you have any to start it in our journey into self-care? Absolutely. So
1: what I want you to do is to take one hand and put it on your chest and take your other hand and put it on your belly and then just notice how you feel. And now switch your hands and notice how that feels. And if one hand felt better than the other, do the hand that felt best and notice how that feels. How was that? Lovely. Yes, It it feels so good. I feel so much calmer already. Uh Yeah, it is a very simple, calming thing to do that is just really wonderful self-care. It's also a great way to get yourself to go to sleep. So put your hands on like that. It's very soothing.
0: So, those two practices seem really easy to do, not any money at all. And so, it's something that maybe we can all do. And it, there's no price tag on it. And they don't take very much time for people who say, I'm too busy. I can't do self care.
1: That's very true. Right. The easy, free, always available to you self care is the best. And it's best when it isn't like, oh, I'm really stressed out. I have to do it right now. But it's just part of your life.
0: Yeah, that sounds like it's an easier, it's an easy thing to do. And that's probably very overlooked and it's very simple. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, Nancy, for coming on today and providing such value. Where can my community find you?
1: So they can find me on the internet at uh, Nancy Maguire. that's M-A-G-U-I-R-E for com, And they can also reach me by email at drnancymaguire at verizon.net. Great, thanks so much,
0: Nancy. My pleasure. Wow, I'm so grateful to have Nancy's Insight About Self-Care. Nancy can be found at nancymaguire M A-G-U-I-R-E dot com or email her at dr Nancy at Verizon.net. Being a busy woman or mom doesn't mean we have to give up on this idea of health, wellness, or self-care. Together, we can take imperfect, tiny steps towards creating the whole health we desire and deserve. You can find us at wholehealthempower.com or at Instagram at wholehealthempower. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next week.